Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Midwife Life. My name is Jasmine, I'm a registered midwife and today I am going to do a podcast on thoughts you have as a first year midwife. So let's get into it. Okay, so good morning or afternoon or nighttime, wherever you are in the world. Um, just want to say that this podcast was inspired by a lovely young student midwife that messaged me asking what it's like in your first year of midwifery. So that's the inspiration, but also what a great idea. So I have written a list in front of me, uh, pretty much going through the classic thoughts that you have as a first year midwife. And I'm sure any midwife listening hopefully can relate to these feels because we all feel like this. We might not say it, but we definitely all feel like this. Um, so as for me, just to give a bit of background on my journey into midwifery, I did my registered nursing first. So I did the three years studying to be a nurse and then I did my first year as a nurse um, so technically that would be like my first year in the nursing kind of midwifery profession working. Um, then I did a year becoming a student midwife. Um, and then I did my first year of a midwife after that. So I guess my experience is going to be different to someone that's just done their bachelor degree and started working because I'd had experience having my own patients and that kind of thing as a nurse. So yeah, a little bit of a different experience, but nevertheless, you still have, you know, that anxiety and worry sometime and you definitely question yourself and go, oh my goodness, do I know enough? Am I smart enough? All that classic kind of feels. So let's get into it with thoughts you have as a first year midwife. Let's go. All right, so number one, um, just want to say too, this list is very random, but this is just my personal kind of things. Number one is when I feel like you're a midwife by yourself when you're independent and doing things for the first time, sometimes for me personally, I would question my CTG interpretation. Like, although I know something's reassuring and that's great, like I'm good at detecting, okay, that's normal. But sometimes when a CTG was abnormal, like there was decelerations and all that kind of stuff, I would question like, you know, what type of deceleration is that? And is that one really serious? Like, should I call a clinical review on this one? Like a lot of the time you do question yourself. Like even to this day, sometimes I'll question myself and I'm in a second year midwife now. So I think CTG interpretation is something that you really have to focus on. Make sure you're seeking out education and be sure of what D cells are what and, you know, what different things mean because sometimes you might underestimate something and it's actually really, really serious. So 
Yeah, I definitely think focusing on how to interpret a CTG is so important before you become a first-year midwife, as you will be doing lots of them if you're working in the antenatal ward or birth unit area. And yeah, interpretation is key for fetal safety. So get onto that, sisters. Number two is thoughts you have is sometimes you can be very overwhelmed by all the new skills that you have to learn. So obviously as a student, like you are helping the midwife and assisting with cares, but sometimes I feel like you don't get the opportunity to do the really difficult skills. So I'm talking about things like, you know, breaking the waters or putting an FSC on a baby's head. Um, Yeah, stuff like that sometimes you don't get the opportunity to do all the time just because normally, you know, you don't want to do too many vaginal examinations and things like that. So the registered midwife normally takes charge and does that kind of thing. Um, But that can often mean that the student, when they become a first-year midwife, can feel a little bit nervous about all those kind of new skills. So, for example, I you know, definitely wasn't comfortable with breaking the waters when I first became a midwife. That was a skill that I hadn't had to do very often. And lots of the time I would say to like a senior midwife, do you mind breaking the waters for me? Like I don't feel super confident. Um, But definitely over time, it's something you build confidence with. Um, I guess my tip on that, which someone wise taught me and now I always use this every time I do an ARM which is artificial rupture of membranes is I'll do my vaginal examination so you know you pop two fingers in and you find the cervix where it's opened and then what I do is I get my fingers and I try to find like the bubble on the baby's head so feel around for that feel around for that and once you find the spot where you've definitely found like the bubble that's sitting on the baby's head then you want to put the hook in upside down very carefully following your index finger. So once you get to the bubble, then you want to turn the hook gently and then with your index finger that you've got placed on the top of the bubble and the hook sitting on top of your index finger, you just want to flick the finger up and kind of pull back the hook, like really flick and hook if that makes sense. And honestly, ever since I've been doing this, 99% of the time I can break the waters with no issues. So once the borders are broken, obviously you have to make sure the head is well applied to the cervix so there's no cord or hands or anything funky coming out. You want the head to be coming down and well applied to the cervix. So that is very, very important. Um, Yeah, so that's my tip on doing that. But as I said, once you become a first-year midwife, you will – Ask a senior midwife and they're going to give you tips on all these kind of skills. So never feel like you're alone in the situation. Um, And if you don't know something, just ask because you definitely don't want to wing it. You always want to ask and be safe. So, yeah, moving right along. Number three, which is kind of connected to the number two, which is vaginal examination. So I feel like a thought that every midwife has had, and if you haven't had it, then you're either absolutely brilliant or you're just lying to yourself. But I think every new midwife has done a vaginal examination and gone, what did I just feel? And not being confident about it. So 
I definitely think a vaginal examination is something that takes time to master and learn. Um, you know, you're feeling quite a few different things when you're doing a vaginal examination. You're feeling for how high the head is, so you're checking the station. Um, you're checking how thick the cervix is, the texture of it. Is it soft, medium, or the, is it firm? Um, you're t- checking, obviously, how dilated. You're also feeling the sutures on the baby's head. Um, gosh, I'm probably missing something, but pretty much when you're doing a vaginal examination, there's lots of things we're feeling for, also the position of the cervix. Um, so, yeah, there's so much to just with one simple vaginal examination, there's so much that we're checking. And I think it's something that with time you build extra skill. So when I was a first year midwife, my main focus was I focused on the station, the thickness of the cervix and how dilated. Um, Honestly, as for like feeling the sutures and stuff, I'm going to be honest with everyone here. Like I would feel it, but I wouldn't be a hundred percent confident I think in my first year, I more just wanted to know how dilated is this woman and how thick is it and how far has the head come down. That was the most important thing to me. Um, and then generally to get the position, I would do an abdo palp to confirm that um, because, yeah, I just feel like it's just in the first year sometimes you just got to master one step at a time. Um, I'm definitely at the stage now where I'm trying to get more confident feeling the sutures on the head and, you know, being sure of the position of the baby and things like that. But also I feel like that skill takes time and even sometimes I second-guess myself. So, you know, just take it easy and we've all been there, guys. We have all done a vaginal examination and gone, what did I just feel? So you'll get there one step at a time. Okay, let's go to the next one. Number four, Um, so another thought that I feel like you'll have as a first year midwife, especially if you've done the bachelor's degree, is it is a lot to take on that new responsibility. So you're no longer a student midwife where you can rely on, you know, a registered midwife for all the responsibility. Like your choices and your decision making, you know, it's under your registration now. So it's very important that you're doing things safely and thorough. And yeah, you really have to think about every single thing you do. Um, So for example, if you're doing something, it's always important to make sure you have clear documentation on what you're doing as well, because that's legally going to cover yourself. So especially if you feel like you've had an emergency or something's gone wrong, documentation is key. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot to take on that new responsibility. Um, I guess for me, my first year working registered was as a nurse. So when I think about that, I think, oh gosh, like, you know, you get the rhythm of things, but also sometimes it is very overwhelming. The responsibility you have, especially when your patients are very unwell or, um, yeah, like I said, you've got an emergency going on. It's a lot of a lot to take on, but I think that your knowledge and skills will build with time and most people around you will know it's your first year out. So we're all there to support you and no one's going to bite your head off if you ask a question. So, and if they do, then they're just a little sourpuss and they need to be, 
brightening up their life because you can never get angry at new grads for asking a question. It's always better to ask than to make a mistake. Um, yeah, so new responsibility, guys. It's a big thing, but you worked hard for it and you deserve it. So that's that and let's keep going. Number five. So... Thoughts that we all have as midwives, things that we reflect on, I guess, is how we deal with emergencies. So I'm telling you now, as a new grad midwife, unfortunately, you're not going to dodge having emergencies. So sometimes in birth, sometimes on anti-weight natal ward, postnatal clinic, wherever you're working, sometimes things don't go to plan and you might have an emergency situation. That is just a part of being you know, a midwife or a nurse, like things can go wrong and it's our job to, you know, work as a team and save the day, I guess. So you've got to be prepared for anything. And I think to be prepared, it's very important to know your policies, your procedures, know your A to G assessment, um, your neonatal resus, the medications that are used in emergencies. All of this stuff is so important to ensure the safety of your patients. Because really, you don't know what can happen. So just to list a few random things that happened to me in my first year, you know, I had a baby deliver on the antenatal ward because the mum progressed so quickly and, you know, some they're meant to deliver in the birth unit, so we weren't prepared for that. Everything was fine, but still, it's unexpected and it's an emergency situation. You know, I've had babies that have delivered in the car park and you have to run outside with some towels and deliver a baby, Um, which, you know, I'm going to be honest, it's a great thrill of life and it's an adrenaline rush, but nevertheless, it is not an unexpected situation. And when you have to deal with that, you have to be on the ball and, you know, ready to help. So things like that. Another thing that came up often for me is postpartum hemorrhages. So, you know, when a lady delivers and then they have a heavy bleed after birth. So it's important to know all the medications you need for that and to make sure you're calling for help when you need it because you're never alone in this situation. A lot of midwifery is working as a team, especially in emergency situations. So press your assist buzzer if anything is going wrong. You know, I've also had people that have had vasovagals in the showers, you know, shoulder dystocia, neonatal resus, you know, mexstein lycor, all this stuff will come up and it will come up a lot. So make sure you're ready for the crazy and yeah, it's going to be a wild ride, but you will get there. And um, yeah, reflecting on that in my first year, I think that, you know, it can be a little bit overwhelming, all this new stuff, but as you're, you know, becoming a midwife years down the track and emergencies become more repetitive, I think it's just you get more confident and, um, yeah, are able to manage it better. So everything just takes time and learning. And if I ever had a day where I had a bad emergency and I thought, oh, my gosh, like that was such a hectic day, that was full on, what I normally do is I sit down and reflect on what could I have done better. Um, And if I feel like I wasn't confident in my management or felt like I wasn't you know, doing the right thing, then generally I'll look up the policy and go and do my own research because if I'm ever put in that situation again, I don't want to feel like um, I'm not managing it well. So, 
yeah, definitely if you've dealt with something and you feel like you didn't do a great job, reflect on it with an educator or a senior midwife or go and do your own research so if it happens again, um, you're more prepared because, you know, you're only human and, yeah, the more things that come up, the better you'll get with time. Anyway, little life advice from Jasmine there, but, yeah, let's keep on going. Number six. So as a new midwife, often I feel like you'll lack confidence. So that's something that I feel like a lot of thoughts go through new grads' minds is they have doubt within themselves, lack of confidence, they're feeling anxious, all these kind of sad feelings and anxious feelings because it's a new environment and they're adjusting. Um, And, you know, that's normal. That's fine. Um, The thing is, I feel like the only way that that that's going to get better is to keep on learning, keep on practicing skills, make sure you're talking to senior midwives that you trust or educators that you trust. And um, yeah, you'll find like as the year goes on and you're getting to the end of your new grad year, you're going to find a lot of self-esteem because, you know, you got through it and you did a great job. And I think by the end of the year, you do build a lot of self-confidence because, yeah, you start to pick up on things that you didn't pick up on as a student and you've got all this new responsibility and independence as a midwife. So of course, naturally with time, you were going to build so much confidence and flourish. But I think, yeah, at the beginning of the new grad, it can be that uneasy feeling of like, am I good enough? But you are good enough. You just got to give it time to, you know, learn and grow and just don't be so hard on yourself because if you're anything like me, sometimes you can be a little bit hard on yourself and you just got to take it one step at a time and relax, you know what I mean? You will get there. But lacking confidence is normal and by the end of the year, I promise you, you're going to feel better than when you started. Um, so, yeah, lack of confidence, getting better, it's all good. Let's keep going. Number seven. So this one is a very positive one is I feel like in your new grad year, you make lifelong friends. So, you know, you're going through such a crazy experience together of becoming midwives for the first time. And, you know, you'll see them on shifts and get excited and you train together and all that kind of stuff. So you make really close knit friends and those friends will last you for a lifetime I think I've met such beautiful people being a midwife that honestly I hope to be friends with from years to come. So that's one of the really positive and nice things that comes out of new grads. Not really a thought as such, but yeah, just a positive thing to add into the podcast. Let's keep moving on. Number eight is you will constantly learn every day. So, you know, not even just learning like policies and procedures, you're going to learn to work with different personalities, so different midwives and their style. You're going to, you know, learn to work with lots of different patients and you'll be adjusting to new wards and environments because normally as a new grad, you'll do rotations. So you might start in the birth unit, then you'll go to postnatal, antenatal, the clinics, um, maybe the neonatal intensive care and you rotate around and around. So um, you definitely will learn something every day and you'll have to adjust to that. So 
yeah, being a new grad is all about learning and being a midwife now is all about learning. I think if you ask any midwife out there, they will say that they are always learning. You'll never stop learning in this job. So that's what I love about it. Every day something surprises you and honestly, I don't think I've ever had a boring day at work. It's always very exciting and exhilarating and yeah, learn something new every day. So love that about the job. Okay, let's keep going. Number nine, which is going to be my final point of the podcast, is I feel like by the end of the year, you will grow and find your style. So, you know, thoughts you have as a first year midwife is what kind of midwife do I want to be? Like, do I want to work in caseload? Do I want to be a home birth midwife? Do I want to do shift work? Do I want to rotate? Do I want to stay in the birth unit? So look, you get my gist with what I'm saying here. But I feel like by the end of the year, when you've had experience in all the areas and, you know, you've talked to other midwives, you often find your style. And um, I think that's a really beautiful thing as a midwife is you always are growing and you're always changing, but finding your style is, yeah, I think it's a good thing and it helps you build your confidence. Um, But yeah, at the end of the day, like we're here to be with women, which is what midwife means. And We're here to help them have a good experience and be empowered and, yeah, we just want good birth outcomes and, you know, nice, confident mothers going home and fathers, of course. But, yeah, at the end of the day, finding a style is really good and I think you're always growing as a midwife. Like even now I feel like my journey has honestly just begun and, Sometimes I get very interested to think where I'll be in five years from now. Whenever like a manager asks me that in an interview, I'm kind of like, hmm, like honestly, like I really don't know right now. At the moment, I just want to consolidate my skills and build up my knowledge and things like that. But yeah, it's very exciting to think about what could come in the future for me or yeah, for all of you. I guess being a midwife has so many different avenues and that's what I love about it too. Like it's just... It's a great job. Everyone needs to be a midwife or not everyone needs to be a midwife. It's a bit full on for some people, but if you've got the passion for it, dive on in and join the fun, I say. Anyway, that's where I'm going to wrap it up. Let me go and get Frankie before we say goodbye. All right, Frankie's here to say goodbye. (laughs) Oh my gosh, he just leaked the microphone. But yeah, from Frankie and me, have a good time wherever you are, live your best life and hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are enjoying it, please follow me at midwifelife underscore podcast. Um, Yeah, and follow me on Spotify. Um, Hope you've enjoyed the podcast today and I'll see you next time. Oh, Frankie. Bye.